Welcome to uh, episode uh, 61 of Those Muckrakers. I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. And, uh, man, oh, man. Uh, so, uh, anyway, did we talk about the Mueller report last time? We talked a bit about it. That was, um, it had just dropped before we started our last episode. Well, let me, let me give some analysis here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's over. The president has been completely exonerated. The Mueller report has come out. And the AG, the the Attorney General, Bob Barr, who the president made Attorney General because the guy wrote a memo saying that the president is above the law, came out and told us, he summarized a 400-page uh, article with like a three-page statement saying that uh, there is no, uh, what, what are these, there's no, uh, he doesn't, it, it, it exonerates the president, he says it completely exonerates the president. Free, let freedom ring! It's uh, there is so much to say about this. There's so much to rant about this breathlessly, well, the, much well, to Peter's chagrin. Well, right now the only the only real rant is uh, and we talked about last time. It would be like if the indictment came out against a member of the Gambino There's... crime family and they gave it to the Gambino crime family's lawyer, and he's like, "Hey, looks good to me. Nothing here. No one needs to see it." Jeff Jeff Sessions said that he would not interfere with the Russian. Uh, investigation and so Trump fired him to then appoint someone who would protect him from he Jeff Sessions was fired because he wouldn't protect Trump the main so the new attorney general necessarily is put in place because he will protect Trump so what is Two he things. doing he's protecting Trump this is a fucking cover-up Two... and the goddamn liberal fake-ass news CNN and MSNBC and all them are saying you know there's no collusion there's nothing to see here why are they saying that when I'll the tell you why ever, they're saying that Pat I'll tell you why they're saying that honest. no one cares it's just this is a game that no one cares about they're all owned by rich people they don't give a shit about the truth and justice god damn it uh, that was a pretty good Alex Jones impression wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> turning the freaking rocks gay. They're turning the freaking news gay. <laughs> but that's the news is now officially gay. It's so infuriating. Like even goddamn Stephen Colbert is saying, I guess I got yeah, Trump. I guess there was no collusion after all. Says fu to quote to quote Trump's lawyer says who? Yeah. Says who? Um, Fucking ag. Well, I, two things. Uh, number one, Bar I think Sessions. It's really unfair on Sessions because if you remember, um, what a lot of people don't know about Sessions was he—he uh, he was a man. Elf. He was a man born in the early 1900s uh, during a time when racism was not only okay but preferred, and somehow uh, he slipped into a time vortex or went into some kind of secret cabinet that brought him to our time, and so he wasn't really an effective attorney general because he was just trying to figure out how to get back to his own racist time. Right, but what happened was that uh, Trump eventually gave him one of his old socks, and so he was free and could go back to his own time. <laughs> Just Sessions is a free elf now. Right, and so that's when Barr came in to protect Trump from the. Now, by the way, he's um, Barr's already starting to walk back his statements from that four-page thing. Now, yeah. to be clear here, the four-page um, summary said that. The Mueller report does not exonerate Trump. It specifically says it doesn't exonerate him of anything. It just, he says that it doesn't say that he's guilty. But the thing is, is that this guy, Barr, has said that he does not believe that the president can commit obstruction of justice. So there, of course, there wouldn't be any evidence oh, of obstruction of him committing obstruction you. of justice thank if you. the president cannot commit obstruction of justice. Well, but that's his interpretation. There's another of, problem things not he also everyone else's says that you cannot face an obstruction of justice charge if you have committed no crime legally that is absolutely untrue uh you yeah, can, that's totally you can, false you can because it's, it's much harder to prove the crime than it is to prove the obstruction right, exactly, in a lot of cases because exactly. yeah, it's yeah, usually yeah. not the crime it's the cover-up that's why people try to prosecute the cover-up and not the crime so because the crime like did trump willingly collude with the russians that's for historians to debate for the next two thousand years we don't care about that what we care about is the stuff that's provable right now so that we can remove this tumor from but I don't the think, brain of america i don't i don't think I, he's not going to get impeached i don't think that's a possibility um, we don't know until we see the Mueller report. We, we still don't, don't see. We, we don't, still haven't seen it. I, I know. I know. I know. We haven't seen it. It hasn't come out yet. Uh, now Bob Barr is walking back. Remember, he was just like, uh, 
uh, yeah, we're going to give it to the White House and let them, and like now he's walking that back. They're not going to release it to the White House. Um, but the point is, I don't I think... don't believe him, by the way. Why the fuck should I believe him that he's not going to give it to the White House? He probably already did it. Yeah, but I mean, like, officially. Um, but the point is, either way, uh, the Mueller report, we haven't read it yet, but... There's, there's this... more stuff he's walked back than that. He I... doesn't even... Originally, when he released the four pages, he said this is a summary of everything it has. Now he's saying, I never said it's a summary. The news mischaracterized what I said. You said it was a summary, asshole. When, I tell you this, I want to know this. When are we going to get politicians with smoke bombs? Because I'm telling you right now, if I was a, a politician, I'd be, I mean, I'm, I'm already a terrible human being, but I think it would just magnify my negative qualities. But as soon as I was caught in a lie, I'd be like, uh, ninja vanish! And like, I would throw a smoke bomb and run away from the press corps, and then anytime they were like, do you have a comment? I'd go, yeah, I'd really like to, bam, smoke bomb again, right? If you've kept up with politics in the modern era, they do that already, just minus a smoke bomb. I've seen politicians flee down flights of steps. I've seen them rush into elevators. Yeah, but there's I've no... I've seen them run and run and run. There's no theater to it, though. I mean, you had, like, uh, Sean Spicer hiding in the rose bushes. That's the closest to theatrical we got, you know what I mean? It was really funny. Like yes. yeah, that's I'm just saying, guys. If so you're gonna what? be if you're gonna be full on corrupt and shitty, at least come on, give us give us some smoke bombs. Maybe a cape. Can you imagine if Mitch McConnell burst into the Senate full length Darth Vader cape on? Wow! Like I'd be like, you know what? I hate the man, but I respect his com- <laughs> I respect his commitment to theater. So um. Fucking Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell's also now actively working to block the Mueller report from ever being shown to the public, and he's also, I believe, trying to keep anyone from seeing it. But the House is yeah. now starting to threaten to accuse Barr of covering of a cover up if he doesn't, yeah. you know, release it. So this the is an I official cover up, not just a, uh, you know, it's fucking obvious that he's covering here's, it up, but it's going to be official. Well, that here's he's covering other, it up if he doesn't release the shit. Soon. Here's here's the other terrifying thing about exoneration that I don't like, right? Uh, and I heard but it doesn't up. exonerate him. No, Even hold on, he... hold on. I know it doesn't exonerate him. I understand that. But they're saying that it does. And here's what's terrifying about that. Yeah, they're lying. They're going... Barr say... didn't say that it exonerated him. Just right. the news is. The news, and yeah. So the point is, um, they're, uh, they're fucking... They're, they're saying he's been exonerated. Here's what's terrifying about that. Is, so this whole thing was unjust, right? Oh, it was a witch yeah. hunt. Now they're like, so, okay, so the witch hunt, you say exonerates you, right? Then it must have been fair. But they want both halves. They want both halves. They want to say it was unfair and it exonerated him. And it can't be both ways. And also, the one thing we know about this administration and the way our politics are set up right now in general is that it won't be enough to just go, we're exonerated, let's move on. Now it's, oh, now we need blood. Now we got to go back and <coughs> get Hillary. We got to investigate the people... Hey. <laughs> that investigated us like it's fucking yeah. awful. Trump Trump has come in like a wrecking ball since then, and he wants to repeal Obamacare again. He wants to go after everything. He wants to tear Social Security down and just burn it all. He wants to badly hurt America as worse than he's already done as revenge for them trying to stop him from committing crimes. And a few things here. Um, first of all, he's still a piece of shit. Nothing that's happened didn't happen because uh, they managed to bury the Mueller report. It all still happened, right? First of all, the Mueller report still caught a lot of witches. What was it? 26 indictments? Many, many guilty pleas? Many guilty sentences? That's more witches than the actual That's... witch hunt cut. Right, so the, everyone that Trump surrounded himself with colluded with Russia, except for him? Come on. We know that he fucking did it. Plus, we saw him do it on national TV. Just because yeah. he colludes publicly doesn't mean he didn't collude. He said, Russia, if you're listening, I hope you can find your way to releasing those 30,000 missing emails. So, before we... Before he we... did it publicly, and also the whole Trump Tower meeting with uh, Don Jr. meeting spies, and he released the emails, and that's how we know that this meeting happened, to try and get dirt on Hillary using a Russian spy who was working for the Kremlin. Let me we know all this happened. Okay, alright, okay. So I don't want this I don't want this just to be an hour of just us talking about how we hate Trump, but I do have one more piece of Trump news that I've talked to you about a little bit, and this is my pledge to the American people who are listening. Um, there was a news article recently where uh, Don Jr. was like, "Hey, my dad was in his 60s and he ran and became president. I'm 41. Maybe I'll run." Uh, fuck that. 
My... I was about to use really bad language. <laughs> uh, my promise to the American F- people... F- fuck that Ivanka. Fuck that feckless Ivanka. That's what I'll say there. My, 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 uh, my, my promise to the American people uh, and to our one or two listeners is if somehow any other members of the immediate Trump family become president in any way of our company, of our company, of our, um, of our country, I'm going to leave. I'm going away. I'm going to another country and I'm not coming back. I'm going to try to find the most geographically isolated, furthest away country and I'm going to go there. And I will continue to podcast from like outer Mongolia, but I am leaving. Well, speaking of uh, leaving America, um, I know one place we're definitely not going and that's anywhere near Europe. Oh my god, that is such a shit show. Even worse than America, if you can believe it. Ooh, like, ooh, damn, okay. like America's fucking up a bit. Europe is really before fucking we, up. Alright, so before we get to the European news, because uh, I know we're real getting angry, let's let's go into a, a lighter segment real quick. You want to do that? Uh, one pun first. Don't, don't you Europeal my leg and tell me it's raining. Don't you be European on my leg is how I should have phrased it. Anyway, oh, continue. I want to get a t-shirt that just says Europe. Been fucking up since whatever the date the Black Plague started. <laughs> um, all right, well. so I want to I lighten it a little bit. I've got... Okay, uh, in lighter news. I've got two really good, side. two very, very good... I normally only have one, but i got two really good Dear Abby segments for us. Oh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. And let me tell you why. I was, like, legit considering, when I saw the cover-up, like, working, fooling people, my first thought was, fuck all this. I don't want to do news anymore. I don't want to be a news podcast. I just want to be, like, a Dear Abby podcast, and that's what we'll do. Well, like, legitimately, I really considered. It's like, we could be, like, those Pokemon rakers, or we could be those Dear <laughs> Abby rakers, or we could just, you know, do something pleasant, right? I, I think like, if we're going to change... this awful goddamn news. If we're going to change the name, we got to change our name to those butt rakers. Butt rakers? Uh, like, uh, if we're going to do something, like, non-political, I'd want to be able to, um, like, post it to my family. <laughs> so. You don't want your family to be like, uh, yeah, that's Patrick. He made his money on the internet as a butt raker. A what? Because <laughs> you know your old family can't hear, and then they're going to be real confused. All right. Yeah. Dear Abby. Okay. Dear right. Abby. So here's... This is a new segment we've been doing for the last two podcasts, if uh, anyone hasn't been tuning in lately. I do enjoy it. Um, so, all right. So first, the, I'm going to... The, the premise is, is that we just steal Dear Abby columns and then respond to them. We all do. right, go. All right, all right. <clears throat> and this says, Dear Abby, my husband of 10 years is in the process of retiring from the military and is now reevaluating, quote, procedures and, quote, policies of everything, including our marriage. Now, I'm trying to respect his needs in an effort to help him make sense of things. However, there are times when I feel some of his new rules are hurtful and or harmful and need to be negotiated or evaluated. By the way, in general, I do not encourage or support the idea of, quote, rules in a marriage aside from the rule of fidelity. Communication should be the rule, in my opinion, but I digress. His latest rule is that I need to be covered when getting ready in the morning. Uh, it's not proper, uh, it's not proper to be so comfortable and naked. And if you respect me, you would do as I ask. He said he thinks I look amazing now. He, he sounds like a feckless Ivanka. (laughs) But then he added, think about when you're your grandmother's age. You won't be pleasant to look at. What the fuck? Well, she can cover up then. (laughs) As his partner, I think about when you're your grandmother's age. You're really going to wish that you were naked more then so that you would have pleasant (laughs) memories of yourself to look back on. Yeah. She's saying she thinks we should be comfortable in the nude because we're married. Um, Yes, they should. That's that's her basic problem, right? Uh, Look. If I'm, uh, if I ever marry anyone, they'd have to be someone I'm so comfortable around that I can act around them the same way I act when I'm alone. That's how. That's the level of comfort I, I would prefer to have in a marriage. If I don't have it, oh well, we can't always get what we want. But this guy is like an asshole. He really wants everything his way. What about the things she wants? Is he compromising with her at all, or is he just like I have a bunch of rules and we're gonna do all of my rules? Um, I have several thoughts. I have several thoughts. Even the one. I won't say it's a criticism, but the one response to what the the lady is saying is she's saying that the only rule that they should have in a marriage is um, fidelity. Right. I say even that should be negotiable. Like the right. two people should talk, sit down and talk about it and say, well, do we want to have an open marriage? And if they're both like, no, no, then okay, then no, I, they've decided they're not polyamorous. I think but. that's what she's saying. I think she just says unless until we talk about it, 
we need to have that one. Oh rule yes, absolutely. That, that like, you're not going to go out and fucking you know. If, I mean? if you've never talked about it before, then that, I guess I, I do yeah. agree with that. that I, that yeah, I, know, I agree. Like yeah, yeah. by default, it should be in place. And then if y'all are like, well, maybe we should also fuck other people, and the other one's like, yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Well, I mean, at this point, my advice is you should fuck other people. Um, because anybody who looks at their partner and goes, imagine what you're going to look like when you're your grandmother's age, buddy. Do you? I can guarantee that when you're your grandmother's age, you're probably not going to be much to look at either. But b- beside that, like, you're placing all the value on how she, like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you so hard. Like, God, you ought to, like, my thing is leave him. Leave his ass. Leave him yes, now. quickly. Like, Re- reevaluate uh, the marriage yourself and be like, look, hubby, um... Ten years ago, you were a lot less of an asshole, but um, that's changed. So uh, you have fun um, being fully clothed in the morning in your showers and whatever. I'm going to dip. If you miss the rules and regulations of the military because you're retiring, go out and do something that has a bunch of rules and regulations so you get that out. Don't try to be like, oh, I'm out of have it in my marriage. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to mold my marriage in the military. You know, sometimes my husband tells me that I look like I could suck a golf ball through a garden hose and I would fuck a man in the ass, but I wouldn't even have the common courtesy to give him a reach around. Then he told me to, to show him my war face. Like, fuck he, he that. He told like, me that he, he wasn't aware of what he had been told. Eskimo pussy is mighty cold. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand the segue there. He keeps grabbing his penis and yelling, This is my rifle! This is my gun! This is for loving and this is for fun! Dear Abby, I'm scared! Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, this guy sounds like a psycho that can't hack it outside the military. Like, you, you get your shit together, man. Like, this, because this is only going to get worse. Like, this is, this is like the very beginning of, like, how crazy he's going to get. Like, he doesn't seem like he can function in the real world. He's like the people that get out of prison that have been institutionalized, you know? Yeah. And, like, somebody bumps into him on the street, and they're like, That's disrespect! I gotta stab him! No, you don't. You don't have to stab him. This is not prison anymore. Now, I get the idea that um, you shouldn't abandon veterans just because they've been through a lot, but this... I don't know. He doesn't seem like he's looking for help. He looks like he's looking for control. And I guarantee you that there's someone out there who's looking to be controlled, and that will be a perfect matrimony for them. For you, you don't sound like you uh, want to be controlled like this, lady, so... Dude, I... Look... Get out while the getting's good. I've dated many people, but, like, if I'm in a relationship and the person's like, you can't walk around naked... I'm pretty obstinate, and I'm, I'm going to be naked all the time. If someone's like, you should cover yourself, I'd be like, oh, you want to see naked? Cover your shame. Oh, there's going to be... And I'm going to do weird naked, too, not just like... I'm going to oh, do yes. like... There will be nudity. I'm going to do like shoes and socks naked, you know, with like maybe a hat on. <laughs> just naked that doesn't make sense. Like Or just like Donald Duck in it with a shirt on and mm-hmm. nothing else. Quirky pig in it, man. But it, but it, but it, that's my penis, folks. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Abby basically gives the, like, Abby, Abby basically gives the same advice, like, you guys should see a marriage counselor, because this isn't the military. Yeah, fuck yeah. that, fuck that dude. All right, the second one. <laughs> this one's a little bit like, what do you do? What do you do? All right. So like, oh, a choose-your-own-direction relationship. <laughs> uh, all right, so this lady says, Dear Abby, my mother and her brother are buried in a family graveyard. He's on the upper side. It was understood by both families that I would be buried next to my mother when I died. My uncle's grandson recently passed away, and without saying a word to our family, my cousin had him buried next to my mother. She said the space beside my mother was more desirable than the one on my uncle's side. I'm so upset I can't sleep. I don't know if I should pay to have the deceased removed or moved to my uncle's side of the graveyard or just let him stay there. I feel beyond betrayed, and I will never speak to this vile woman again. She said I'm overreacting. Am I? No. Nope. <laughs> they stole your burial plot. I don't think there's any kind of reaction that's an overreaction to that. Tell her that um, you'll like offer to go half in on having the body dug up and like moved elsewhere. And tell her she'll pay the other half. And we'll move him over to the uncle's side and say, or else I will pay you know, the full price to have him move to a different cemetery entirely. In fact... I will have it. I will pay to have this thing dug up. I'll pay extra money to have this body dug up and thrown into your bed while you're sleeping. I I didn't know that you could. So steal she wakes him. up like next to a horse head. Ah, it's my son! I didn't know that you could, cause like I thought burial plots are like prepaid, right? Like um, you know, my father died, 
And so next to my my father's uh, burial plot is they went they, they bought one like so my mother has a plot when she passes right, right. And it's bought and paid for. I didn't know that like my fourth cousin could just roll up there and go, I want to put Jimmy there because Jimmy liked James. <laughs> like, I, I didn't know you could do that. I thought there were procedures in place. Like, I didn't know there was cutting in line in the graveyard. Um, I mean, I, I'm really not sure how that works now that uh, I'm hearing about this. Maybe you could pay to have it done, but this person didn't pay to have it reserved but at any rate i'm on this lady's side it's yeah. like fucking get that body out of out of there and put it elsewhere i mean they could do it respectfully or disrespectfully i well, don't care but the problem is it. it's real hard to get a body exhumed and i don't know if you're going to be able to get this guy resumed if you're not his next of kin mm. well i mean just tell her that you know, you can either work with me on this or i'll dig him up myself and throw him in your bed while you're asleep mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know who would be real upset about this? That military guy who's all about rules and procedures. Oh yeah. Oh my god. He would be <laughs> losing his shit right now. But yeah, like just like what the fuck? How is that even a thing? Like just, I stole your grave. I mean, just start stealing stuff from this lady since she stole your grave, like steal her car, her um screwdriver, her uh her bottle of ketchup. I don't know, just like Start making her house your little place to go and loot every day. I just, just feel I, like you, you can you can have your stuff back when I get my grave back. I would just I would set up a massive plan to like whenever the next person she loves dies, I'd have them cremated or something, and the ashes just spread in her face. Blah! <laughs> 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 Fuck you. Yeah. So that's my dear Abby. God damn, people are fucked up. What, what, what was Abby's response? Oh shit! I closed the page. No. Uh, no, Abby's response basically boiled down to like I don't know if you'll be able to move him. Uh, yeah, I think that you should uh, try to pay and get a move, but if not, you know, you're going to have to make peace with this. There's not a lot you can do about it. I mean, yeah, you can. You can dig him up yourself, like I said. It's I mean, basically, illegal, but just say, I didn't do it, but they, since he's gone, <laughs> since he's missing now and that plot of land is, like, there. I mean, I guarantee if you give a grave digger enough money, they're going to move the body if you're like, hey, look, listen, guys, how about uh, I leave this sack of cash here and uh, that guy gets dug up and moved and we don't know what happened deal because they're they're not making a ton of money yeah i mean there's there's bound to be someone somewhere that you could pay to do this and then once the body has disappeared like they can't directly they can't prove that you did it and now you have your grave back some of these cemeteries they're not even sure who's in what grave i read a story about a murder and they needed to exhume this guy's body and so they get it exhumed and then they find a toe tag after they exhumed it to find out it's the wrong body yeah. yeah, so there you go. Oh, yeah, you could secretly have him move to a different grave or, like, stack him on top of someone else's body. Who cares? And then just be like, and now when I die, uh, find out where they buried me and move me from there back to here. Yeah. How does this work? Like a down payment that you'll do this someday. That's why I guess I'm glad that in my life I don't really care what happens to my body when I die. I'm like, I don't know, man. Split the organs amongst people and burn it and throw the ashes in the faces of my enemies. That's all I want. <laughs> You know, I, I, I always wanted to have my body like thrown behind some bushes for some uh, kids to come across and be like, "Ew, a dead body! Let's poke it with a stick." Well, I did have this initial plan to have my dead body laid under the back tire of my former principal of uh, the <laughs> so high school. He would think he killed you. Yeah, the high school I used to go to. So just for a minute, he thinks he ran me over. Um, but uh, that's not really a permanent plan, right? Unless he just leaves you there and he's like, well, oh, he's, about, well, he's, about... he's pretty old and sickly, so I don't think that I'm going to die before him unless I'm really unfortunate. <laughs> also, I don't know if he drives anymore, so I don't know how hard it would be to get him. Just, I just want him temporarily framed for my murder. That's all. Maybe just, maybe just put my body in his house with one of his guns and shoot it, and then yeah, I mean they'll figure it out pretty quick. Just... But for a brief moment, he's just like, what happened? Going back to the horse head in the bed, just have your body laid in the bed next to him so he wakes up and he's like, Oh, who did I sleep with and murder? Yeah, I just want I just want him to think, or them to think, maybe he killed me for like five minutes. That's, I just want that. That's all I want. And that's our, that's our uh, Dear delightful. Abby segment. Uh, so that's our Dear Abby. If, a lot of uh, corpses involved in if this you're, one. If you're, if you're listening uh, and you, you have a real conundrum, you have a problem... Uh, send us an email. Uh, we'll keep you anonymous. Send us an email with your problem, and we'll give advice. We'll uh, we'll fix your life. It's uh, thosemuckrakers at gmail.com. Yeah, man, just send us an email. That's uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll fix it. I haven't checked that account in like five months, Peter. You might want to do that for me. <laughs> are you uh, are you ready for the uh, the Biden report? 
I, uh, he is, this guy's really been biding his time, but sure. What, yeah. what does it have? Uh, so I like the, I like the, um, the Fox News, uh, title for this it says cnn msnbc ignore explosive misconduct allegation against joe biden um so apparently uh the uh a former democratic candidate from nevada published an op-ed in the new york magazine saying that biden inappropriately touched her at a 2014 campaign event uh so fucking arrest him i don't care well hold on hold on hold on i I don't i don't want them to buttery meld someone else here's (laughs) here's what he here's what he did um let me, let me, I'm trying to find the exact uh, quote. Uh, okay, so she says, As I was taking deep breaths and preparing myself to make my case to the crowd, uh, I felt two hands on my shoulders, and I froze. Why is the Vice President of the United States touching me? Flores recalled. I felt him get yeah, closer. Like, I, know, I know a lot of guys that do that, and it creeps me out, but I mean, they're not trying to creep you out. They're trying to be friendly. I felt him, to get clo- I felt him get closer to me from behind. He leaned further in, and he inhaled my hair. Okay, that's creepy. Are you I, sure that he did that, or was he just breathing and you I, heard him? I was mortified. I thought to myself, I didn't wash my hair today, and the vice president of the United States is smelling Gross. it. Why is the vice president of the United States smelling my hair? He proceeded to plant a big, slow kiss on the back of my head. My what? brain couldn't process what was happening. I was embarrassed. I was shocked. I was even confused. Okay, this this is creepy. Okay, this is not friendly. This is just All fucking right. weird. Uh, so here's the thing, right? It's It's... Weird. Uh, Biden issued a response saying uh, they didn't realize she was uncomfortable. They don't recall the thing she describes, but he believes that she has every right to share her recollections and reflections, and that it is a change for the better in our society and that she has the opportunity to do so. He respects her as a strong, independent voice in politics and wishes her only the best. All right, so this is where, like, okay, I'm of two minds on this, right? I do think that if he did all that, then that's super creepy. But okay. if his intent was genu- genuinely not to fill up some lady, but just to be friendly, then, I mean, uh, maybe he should... Like, now now that he's been told that's wrong, hopefully he'll stop, and that can just be, like, bygones or bygones. Mm. I'm of two minds know. on this. Uh, mind one is... All right, yeah, that's, that's fucking weird. Um, I don't know about their relationship. I know that if... I was at work, and my boss walked up and put his hands on my shoulders and sniffed me and kissed the back of my head. I'd be like, uh, <laughs> I'd be like, that's weird, but whatever. Um, but I, two, I don't think it's an explosive like we're gonna get him. Like, that's fucking weird. He's a doddering old man. Like, I don't think he should run for president anyway. But like, I don't think he still this... isn't officially running. But yeah. I can tell he really wants to. I don't think this is gonna stick the way that like want... they think it's gonna stick. And I don't honestly look, look, look. And I know this comes. I, I, I disclaimer: this comes from the point of view of a white straight man who has not often been held and kissed on the back of his head. And maybe that's the reason for a lot of my problems in life. I, <laughs> I, I don't think this is that big a deal. It's fucking weird. Uh, like, dude, don't touch people unless they are cool with it. Um, don't kiss people on the back of the head. But it's fucking. I don't. I don't I think mean, this I've, is. I've had lots of people usually much older people like put their hands on me like walk up and like you know hand on the shoulders like ah, how you doing and, I, uh, yeah i feel like uh, this is this is an old people epidemic where they're like i've got to yeah. touch you yeah that's that's just something that old people do i think maybe that was like something they did in that generation i don't know i mean i guess but it made I, it made her uncomfortable enough to come out with it but i'm also just like at the same time like it seems like a fucking. Uh, it seems like a waste of time, and like I guess share your truth and stuff. But like, and that was a weird, uncomfortable moment. But it, it, I feel like uh, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think this is. I think this dilutes the pool. Uh, so speaking of intensely uncomfortable, uh, do we want to talk about the um, Special Olympics news? Oh my fucking god! Oh my god! Well, before you do that, let me tell you. Uh, and a new a new segment I call Goodbye and Good Riddance. Apparently, Roseanne Barr is now moving to Israel. Really? Yep. Uh, she is upset, and she's throwing in the towel and leaving. And she says they she were made a, to me. She says she made a fatal mistake by apologizing for her racist comments. 
I, uh, I, I actually agree with that. I believe that her mistake was to ever apologize because the way Trump gets away with everything is by never apologizing. If you notice, like in the past, when um, a bunch of GOP candidates are running, when when they lose, like when their approval rating drops to nothing, is always when they apologized. If they refuse to apologize, they can just keep trucking forward. I think her her I now. Think her... I think I think everything she did was wrong. Yeah. But if she wanted to succeed, where she went wrong was apologizing. She well, should have just kept being like a monster, an unapologetic monster. Well, that's the problem. She didn't really apologize, and then she blamed it on Ambien and did a whole bunch of other shit. Uh, right, she she blamed it on stump, something instead of just doubling down and being like, well, she is a monkey! Yeah, if yeah, she had yeah. done If she had done that, then it would have um, attracted more people to her. I think if she had uh, just said, yeah, I was fucked up, I probably should, you know, like... Yeah, oh, you, think, you think you think a real apology would have worked? Yeah, I think it's yeah. You know what? That was in poor taste. I'm sorry. Here's she, she, uh, she sort of she she did middle road where she didn't really apologize and she didn't embrace her own racism. So like neither side likes her now. So she has to move to Israel. Uh, in the words of the great uh, uh, Sensei Miyagi, uh, "You karate do or you karate don't. Uh, but if you stay in the middle, you get squished in the road like a grape." Yep. So um, man, that's also. Sp- a great segue to um, the whole Europe thing again, but because you know, speaking of people going across the seas, but oh god, do you want to do that or do we want to do the Betsy DeVos news? Uh, let's do the fucking DeVos news. That... Right, this this is short. Um, so Betsy DeVos, uh, the person who uh, never should have been put in fr- in charge of education in the first place, because all she wants to do is destroy public education and have all education be like private rich people bullshit. Because that's where she's putting all of America's money, by the way. Your taxpayer money is not going to the children's future. It's going to rich, pampered kids' futures. But anyway, now what she wants to do to have even more money for the ultra-wealthy is by cutting 50% of all autism programs and 100% of all funding for the Special Olympics. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So, you know, that's uh, that's her proposal for the, uh, the budget. Um, and yeah, yeah so I mean, why, just like everything. Why, ahead. why, why put money in this? Why help? Why help disabled kids? I mean, fuck them, right? I mean, you know, it was a lot cheaper when we were locking them in closets and attics and shit, right? Let's go back to that. Like, we're at we're at the point of just like the most fucking deplorable human being. Like, I mean, why don't you just go ahead and steal candy from a baby and make that your next fucking, uh, you know, campaign Policy. thing? Yeah, I believe we should steal candy from babies. Like, fuck you. Are you a human being? Are you a fucking, like... Are you some kind of horrible imp come from the depths of the earth to, like... I mean, have a good... Fuck her. That's all I can say. Human piece yep. of trash. Uh, and I make this pledge to the American people, too. Uh, if you are a pirate or have pirate friends, please send us an email. Uh, we sure would like to get together and steal all of Betsy DeVos's yachts sell them yeah, she, and then give the money to charity. Them, yeah. by the way. Give the money to charity. So if you give know the any... money to the Special Olympics. Donate yeah. it to there. If you have any if you have any piracy connections, let us know because there's twelve primo yachts that are just waiting to be stolen. Yep. Can I be held so, can I be held like in can I get in trouble for that if I'm encouraging people to steal her yachts and give the money to the Special Olympics? You're not Trump. You do get held responsible for your own actions. Oh I will say if I go to court and they're like, did you uh advocate uh the theft of Betsy DeVos's yachts for, yeah, to, to give, pirates, to with give parrots, to and give, cannons, to give money to the Special Olympics, I'd be like, "Yep." And if you want to lock me up for that, fucking go ahead. And so when I'm in I prison, mean, that... and they're like, "What are you in for?" I'd be like, "Helping disabled." Robin kids. Hood. Yeah, Robin Hood, Robin from the rich and given to the disabled. Yep. Ah, <sighs> God. All right. So, um, Jesus. Brexit is um, still trucking along. Speaking of all the times I mentioned Europe so far in this podcast, Brexit's still trucking along. They still keep kicking the can down the road. I, I don't know if it's ever going to get passed, but... Uh, may, well, I mean, uh, the, this is the first time I've kind of been in favor of Brexit after yeah. what's going on in Europe. PM May, Prime Minister May, is uh, she's stepping down. Uh, before it happens again, like before the next vote happens, because so far it's been shot down three times, and she's like, I'm done with this shit, uh, someone else can take care of it. So, we don't know what's going to happen there, but in other news, and speaking of people moving across the ocean, the um, the number of people in Europe looking for uh, American citizenship has just skyrocketed. 
So if I ever wanted to get like a um, a refugee bride, now is my chance because uh, a lot of especially European YouTubers, because everything in Europe is about to go to hell because Article 13 passed, which means that's the the anti meme law, which yeah. it doesn't actually block memes, but what it will do is lock down the internet and make it so that bots are constantly running to look at your content, and if your content wasn't made 100% by you, it's gone. If you want to review a movie, you can't even show the trailer to that movie in the background without sound, because it'd be like, you didn't make this trailer! Lockdown! And then they'll just cut it out. The, they'll delete your content. It's like the, the bots that are running on YouTube right now that are constantly like copyright striking people. This yeah. copyright system on YouTube which is abused to death, and that's like a whole other subject that I don't want to get into, because that's a whole several episodes by itself. But it'll be like that but everywhere, across the entire internet, for Europe only, right? This won't affect America, and that's why a lot of them are trying to, like, skip out on that. It's still going to be two years before this law goes into effect, but basically a bunch of old people that don't even know how to turn on their computers. Is it plugged in? I don't know what a plug is! They get to decide how the internet works. So the problem is, this is a really great way to uh, bury content, but also the only people that are going to really, like... Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh... The only people that are going to benefit from this are going to be the super wealthy corporations because if they want to take if they if they want to attack you, they can you know with this they can tie you up in court forever and like they can suppress anything they don't like. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean that's terrible. actually that's how lawsuits work a lot of the times is um, just through attrition. They try to exhaust the party being sued into just giving up and paying money even if they're completely innocent. That's yeah. uh, that's how a lot of frivolous lawsuits work. And uh, it's awful, and now it has been more enabled than ever before. And that actually brings me to the end of my notes. Like, earlier, whenever I said I really wanted to tune out news, I was serious. Like, I spent most of the week just shutting everything out, unfollowing a ton of people on Twitter. It's just like, I don't even want to hear it right now. I'm just, I'm done with this shit. I don't want to hear about it. The world's going to hell. And there's apparently nothing we can do about it. We have to wait out another two fucking years of the bloated bastard. Though, I'm still not sure that's going to happen. I'm still not convinced a hundo percent that the Mueller report won't be leaked, and then we'll be able to see all the evidence of of his crimes and then he'll be impeached and removed i'm i think before fall he is going to be removed i think his days are not only numbered but they're numbered by about four or five months from now i don't done. think so and i'll tell you why i don't think so um i found a new podcast recently and i was skeptical because i was listening to sean hannity and i heard it advertised on hannity! Sean. I heard it. I heard it advertised on fucking Lumpy Sean Hannity's radio show, and I go, "Oh, this this is probably going to be some bullshit." But the topic intrigued me. The topic was the name of the podcast is called "It Could Happen Here" uh, by uh, this guy named Robert Evans, and I'm like, "That name sounds familiar." But I'm listening to it because I just imagined it be a bunch of right wing bullshit. Well, I figured out where I knew Robert Evans from. He's a crack writer, um, and I've read a lot of his articles. He's a really good writer. Uh, and the podcast is about could a civil war, a second civil war, happen in the United States? And it's really good. And he lays out some very compelling evidence about in 2020 if Trump, and he probably will lose the election, if he will call on his most violent supporters to help keep him in power. I mean, he's already started to do that. Yeah. Um, which was, it was fascinating. It was interesting. It he's, was... What was it? Uh, was it a, um, a Breitbart interview? He was saying, you know, if things get too much nastier, maybe maybe my people, maybe the people that like me in the military and the police and bikers, maybe they can start. It wouldn't be good for other people. Right. It, so it sounded like a call to violence from anyone that supports him that has guns and are strong and whatnot to just well, go pick on people. A call to bullying So the thing, shooting. the thing he brings up about it that I like is his research is really well done. Uh, he talks about the problem with a lot of the protests, like Timothy McVeigh's attack on the uh, Oklahoma City building was supposed to be to spur another civil war, right? Was it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he was in one of those like anti-government groups, and they're just like, we're going to fight. We're going to start a civil war. Um, but the problem was, just like he says in the podcast, just like lighting a fire, you don't only need the initial you know, spark, but you need enough tender to get it to go, right? Right. You know, I don't I don't think that's going to happen because a lot of the people that are on Trump's side still believe that he's right and that what they're doing is good. And if they're actively going out shooting people, most of them, the vast majority will stop assuming that what they're doing is good. Well, here's the thing though. Um he brings up a point about how 
Uh, so, you know, like, Occupy Wall Street fell apart, and, like, you know, we've had these protests, it, but... I, of course it fell apart. It fell apart because they never had a central leadership, because by design they didn't want a central leadership. Okay, so, so it sort of petered out because they had no old, they had no end game and they refused to come up with an end game. They just wanted to protest and hold up jump fucker signs, right, which was okay. funny. But so here's here's the here's the that's thing. that's all it was was just sort of a meme patrol. Okay, yeah. So here's the thing though these these protests. So the whole thing about civil unrest is you need you need the ability to sustain uh, civil unrest and protest for a long period of time, right? Right. So what these other protests have done, even though that fizzled and then the protests have gotten stronger, like you saw how long Standing Rock lasted, right? Yes. These people are making connections and they're getting better at organized, right? Yes. Every time there's a huge protest like that, they make connections, they meet people, uh, they become better at creating longer, more sustained protests. Here's but where it... a lot of a lot of Trump's most violent supporters, uh, you know, the Charlottesville group has actually been petering out. Over I mean, time, people... because they had they had their first protest, which managed to murder one person, and then they tried to say, "Oh, it's not Trump's fault," even though he said, "You know, there are bad people on both sides. The murdering Nazis also had good people, lots of good people." That that whole thing where um he supported Nazis in Charlottesville. The second Charlottesville um rally was held in Washington, and it was like twelve people that showed up before they said that they would start protesting or yeah. rallying i mean and they left before it actually began so here's it was the, really really quick here's the here's the thing though is just like uh because i talked to i talked to uh and i'm not going to out him because uh he's a he's a good friend of mine but he's definitely on the other side of the political spectrum he's worried about radical violence from the left right and i'm not saying he's uh -huh. wrong where i feel like his blind spot is he doesn't also see radical violence from the right um like you have like these groups like Patriot Prayer and you have the Proud Boys, you have these other fight these groups that are like they're not fractured like the way the Ku Klux Klan, you know, is today and it was for a long time, right? They're they're right, getting they're, they're building steam. They're building steam and it's the same on the left, right? Antifa's building steam. There are now like uh, Antifa's right... not real. That was something that they made up on Fox News. Left left wingist uh left there there's a bunch of left wing gun groups I... now. The point is everybody's escalating, right? I suppose. Like the groups who, who are, on the left is escalating. The fucking uh the 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 leftist like gun nut groups. Like there are leftist gun nut groups that exist now. Like, I never heard of these. Are yeah. you sure they're real? And that's not yeah. just more Fox News propaganda? Yes. Yes, because I heard it I, was, I've heard a lot about Antifa, but that's never been a thing. It was like how they tried to spin Black Lives Matter as there's a, a there's a group, group there's a group called Redneck Revolt. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a bunch of like you're seeing the rise of like left wing armed groups, right? Um, okay. So the, here's the thing. So now you you're seeing people becoming more armed, and you're seeing people start to really really divide into camps, right? Yes. The reason I'm bringing I mean, this... I absolutely am seeing people being more divided than ever before. But right. that's by design. Like Trump wants to divide yes, people yeah. down I'm, party lines. I'm not I'm not basing I'm not putting anybody at fault. I just like something Robert Evans said. I am fuck Trump, fuck Fox News. They're the major divisive forces in this country. No, I agree with that to an extent, but I'm saying it that's still yeah. like that's only part of the yeah. problem. The other problem is uh both yeah. both no sides one has to agree with that. I'm just saying yeah. that's the reality of the both situation. Both sides are picking up guns. Um, all right, so here's here's the thing, right? Here's where all right, so you got these groups, right? I, but you don't I, have your kindling for your fire, right? I was gonna say I don't have any guns, not enough storage space with all my knives. You don't you don't have uh, I mean like and you're you're starting to see like you're starting to see on like there are people I like what he said that there are people that already believe the Civil War started and they're waiting for us to catch up. You saw that guy that was uh, a member of the Coast Guard that was armed, they had a bunch of weapons, had a list. You yes, saw, I remember him. You saw a few years ago some left-wing nut jobs shot a bunch of Republicans at a baseball game. Yes, I remember that. Um, so I'm saying it's happening, and it's 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 gaining steam. Where the kindling comes in, and this is something that I fucking talked about a lot, is when the uh, fucking bottom falls out of the 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 uh, economy, right? When we hit that second Great Depression, when the stock market goes boop, like. Uh, he brings up a Beam. great he brings up a great point when you start seeing foreclosures and layoffs. Uh, all of these laid off people that have been kicked out of their homes, where do you think they're going to go? To the military? No, to the so protest. they can learn structure and uh, tell their <laughs> no. wives we're going to be doing things my way from now on with structure and no nudity. They're we gonna... have sex fully clothed. I'm just going to unzip my pants and slip my willy out. Okay. Okay. They're gonna That's go. That's right. Talk like your grandmother. That's my fetish. <laughs> yeah, he does have a grandmother fetish. I agree with that. They're gonna go to the protest, 
I mean, if you're homeless and you're angry and there's a protest going on about being homeless in the economy, you're going to go, that's, you're going to have masses of, and that's what's, that's going to be the kindling. That's going to, that's going to be the, you know, you get the fires, you get some sparks. That's what's going to set the thing on fire, right? When the economy shits its bed, these people are going to gravitate to armed camps and that's where the problem, the real problem is going to begin, right? I mean, that, hmm. We've I was about had, to say that sounds like fun, but yeah, I'll, I'll stick by that. That sounds like fun. We've had sparks before, but none of them have been able to ignite like the general the general population, right? When I think of like the general population, I think of like the mom and pop flyover states. I think of like, uh, you know, I think of like my parents and like, you know, people who are kind of like they're they're not gonna fucking go out and like shoot up a rally, right? Right. But if you turn them out of their home, and maybe take everything they've got. Maybe they do go to a rally, and maybe they're armed. Hmm. You see what I mean? I can't picture your mom just shooting people, though. That no, would not, be super weird. I'm not saying she's going to shoot people. I'm just saying, like, maybe that's Maybe they choose a side now. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's definitely, I could see that, like, really galvanizing towards one yeah. side or another. Whenever they feel helpless and they just need something, that's something they could latch one on the, to. Something they the... feel comfortable with, something that's natural to them, is right-wing aggression. And I've always said this, like, I can't imagine, like, you know, I, like, the way the way people are acting <laughs> right now drives me crazy because we're, we got one of the best standards of living that we've ever had, and, like, things are good. I don't know why people are so scared. Uh... And like why we're not why we're not actively working on preventing another Great Depression, but just like the Roaring Twenties when everybody was like, things have never been better in the stock market. will just keep climbing forever, kid. Nothing can ever go wrong. Like things will be good forever. We're basically I feel like we're living in the Roaring Twenties again. So, I mean, when the when the economy oh, we just about are. It's yeah. almost the Twenties again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, history really resonates and repeats itself. But yeah, yeah, that's God, that's. We're... Yeah. We're like a year away. That's all it's going to take. You're, you're, as soon as the economy shits its bed, especially if it shits its bed during the 2020 election. Oh, my God. We're less than a year away. I thought it was still 2018. I just checked my calendar. Yeah, Holy old, shit. Yeah, we're old man. so close. We're like, we're so, oh, God, I'm so old. But, yeah, so I love this podcast. And there's only I'm so mad because there's only one episode. And I'm like, Robert Evans, come on. Make Is more it... episodes. Wait, like, uh, when when did that episode come out? Uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. So I thought it, if it had been like one episode and it was months ago. No, no, no. He's they're probably not getting back to it. He's a really good. Like I said, he writes really, really well done articles on cracked. Uh, he's done a bunch of investigative journalism in like places like Syria and like uh, Crimea and stuff like that. Uh, Fine, so, liberal journalist. Solid dude. But like, yeah, man, he makes good points. Like, shit's already started. Uh, and now we're just, we're like, if you look at, uh, I mean, fuck, go back to, I mean, I, I, what I like about that is that at least people start to let go of their pretenses at this point, right? It's like once everyone's just open and honest about, look, we can't resolve our differences. Let's just kill each other. Then we can all be on the same page again. Right now, everyone is like debating what fucking reality is. And that's driving me insane. It's hard to debate what reality is when there's a bullet in your face. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, and that's the other problem is we've reached a point, and this is the biggest problem that we can't communicate because we cannot agree on a base reality, and that's a huge issue. Right, but I mean, the big problem is honestly the giant corporations because they need for people to believe that black is white, up is down, and short is long, yeah, so that they can convince people to vote against their own best interests because what's um, bad for the people is good for the companies. Yep, that's bad for the people, it's good for the companies. If you know it's good for you, it'd be good for the company. If not, it'd be bad for you. Get it, kid? Bullet in your face. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so, so, I mean, I'm, and it, it works a while, but after a point, because companies are never satisfied with making money. They have to make all of the money. They have to squeeze every last red know, cent they can you, out of people. You know what? And that level of greed is not sustainable. You know what's weird about, like, so I'm listening to this podcast, I'm like, man, that's fascinating. Second American Civil War. You know what my takeaway was at the end of that when I got home and changed my clothes? I was listening to it in my car. What's that? I go... Oh, I gotta, I gotta go run. I gotta get in shape. Um, if there's gonna be a second civil war, I have not kept this body prepared for that level of exertion. Well, then I have some great news for you on today's episode of those Poke Rakers. <laughs> 
because uh, today is uh, is LOTAD day, and if anyone's listening to this episode when it goes up, there might still be a few hours of LOTAD day left because it is, God, what is it, 11 to 8, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., no matter what your time zone is, on Saturday, Disclaimer. March the... Second disclaimer: If you're confused as fuck about what Pat's rambling about right now, not second, thirtieth. Uh, he's playing Pokemon Go, and there's an event where there's a special Pokemon out there, um, and he's telling you to go catch it. Uh, I'm telling you to go catch it for all eight hours so that you can be in shape for the coming revolution. Well, what's people. really what's really great about it? What's really great about it is I think a we'll gain a lot of listeners during the second American Civil War. Um, fuck yeah. B. I'm going to do the exact opposite of preparing for his, his first second Civil War when we get done with this podcast. I'm going to go... Gonna sit on the couch, smoke a cigarette, and have a ham sandwich. No, it's even more useless than that. I'm going to go do improv. I don't think that's more uh, useless. I think that's still useful because it exercises your brain to be able to think outside of the box dynamically and quick. I don't see <laughs> I, I think you're preparing for the Civil War by doing do you, improv. I'm do telling you, you it's think, working. Do you think at Gettysburg they're like, quick! Someone give me a suggestion! Okay, sailboat! Like, it's like they're, I think, you know, oh, they're shooting at us, what do we do? We're out of bullets! What do we do? I know. Um, I'm a butterfly. <laughs> what? I mean, no! no! No, not no! Yes, and! Yes, okay, and! Okay, yes, and! Yes, yes I'm a butterfly! And, 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 and! <laughs> we're all fucked! Oh, no! And you've been shot. <laughs> but you'll be the most majestic shot person ever. Uh, I guess if I can maintain my pretending to be a butterfly while bleeding out, sure. Go. Fly free, you magnificent <laughs> shot butterfly. Fly but yeah, free. So, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know if a second Civil War is coming. All I do know is that if and when the economy fucking falls apart, that's... Because I've always said I didn't I didn't understand this whole thing with Trump and the fear-mongering. Because we're, like... No one's, like, not no one, but, like, most Americans aren't going hungry. They live in relative comfort. There are problems with more and more Americans. The wealth divide is happening and all that, right? But even right. some of our worst-off American standards of living are still pretty high in comparison to history, right? Yes. And I'm not making excuses like Fox News where they're like, Most poor people have a refrigerator! Like, uh, yeah, there, there are legitimate problems. People do go hungry. There are homeless. Like, there are issues. But it's not like, I, did, I never thought it was bad enough for people to act the way they're acting. It's, well, the thing is, is that people need conflict to us. A lot of people do, not everyone. But it's natural human nature to need conflict to survive because you always have to have something to overcome in your life or else growth stagnates. So your body looks for the next conflict to overcome. Why can't they just nothing, get... If you're happy and there's nothing around you, why can't they get you're about to ask? They can't do it because not a lot of people uh, can think dynamically enough to figure out what to do to, um, no, to give was... themselves the next challenge. I was going to say, why can't they just get fat like me and then spend eternity wrestling with your fatness i mean yeah that, that's that a, does give you something to battle that's a full-time civil war for me where i'm like it was brother against brother mouth against stomach well i don't i think it's because a lot of them are already fat they've just sort of come to terms with it i mean this is america right uh guns in my area i got the straps this <laughs> area God, we so we so we so whiteify every cultural thing that like comes across. Like uh, before the podcast, we were talking about that really awful uh, Toledo. News. Before the podcast, we were both turning the gooch. So, <laughs> Jesus, um, there was a newscast. <laughs> there was a news. Okay. There was a newscast where a bunch of newscasters tried to use slang, and they were and like, "We did Wookie talk like cardigan." They were they were all like. Give that Gucci breakfast kit, and it was just—it was so embarrassing. It was awful, yeah. And I'm like, and my fear is, I'm like, that's what I sound like when I teach. I'm like, hey uh, kids, was that test Gucci? And they're like, go to hell. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, oh god, that—that's how it went. Right. See, um, the problem is, is that whenever I watched it, I thought, yeah, that's what I aspire to be. I just, I want to be the embarrassing guy that everyone's like, oh god, what are you doing? Yeah. Stop it. And I'm like, oh. Okay. I'm like, hey, students, do you feel turnt today? And they're like, Mr. I'm, um, I'm about Mr. to... Mr. Griffin, that's very inappropriate. Mr. Griffin, I'm about to turnt your face inside out with my fists if you don't stop. <clears throat> All right, yeah. I'm totes on fleek with that, kids. Yeah. Uh, it's just... Because uh, <laughs> like, you were... Like, we talked earlier, like, you remember, like, young, we were younger and we are in church, 
And the youth pastor was like, hey kids, no duh, right? Jesus is lame. Well, let me spit some raps for you. And you're like, please no, I'm begging Jesus you. Jesus is in the house, just like a mouse. So get your spouse and make sure she's fully dressed in the morning when she's getting changed. Like grandma. Do, 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 do. There have been uh, okay, I went to the Mario Brothers thing for a moment there. there have been you get the idea. <laughs> there have been so the, many. The Jesus rap. There have been so many moments in, in like youth church where like, you know, I'm like, oh God, is he going to touch us? And then he goes into like, <laughs> they go into like the Christian rap thing and I go, I actually wish he was going to touch us because this is so much more awkward and embarrassing. Yeah. You know who's on fleek, kids? Jesus is on fleek. Oh, I don't. Mm, I, you he really, is Jesus is peak salvation, kids. Okay. <laughs> uh, like I, I just I want like you guys remember that time that Jesus went to church and like hit a bunch of people with a horse whip. I want to do that to you right now, youth pastor. <laughs> <laughs> just like get out, get out of my father's house. Ah, <sighs> okay, <laughs> Jesus. Um, my favorite part of all that was when I was trying to explain to you who Cardi B was, and you were like, "What? Who's Cardigan B? A sweater can't be a rapper." <laughs> Just like Jesus Christ. I'm trying to write a rap in my head, and it's so difficult to come up with on the fly. You know why? You know why? Because that's not What's your that? culture. Leave it alone. Pick something from you. Pick something. I always, I always like just pick something from your world, man. That's not your truth. You're not. You're Blano. not. In, you're not rhythm and poetry. You're not. No, I know that you think that Jesus is really bland. Oh, but we'll have Agnes over there break it down for you on the piano. Bum 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 ba da 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 da. It's kind of like I heard a if joke I, once. If I had about... like pen and paper, I could write this down, and it would be magnificent. <laughs> I, heard, I heard I heard a great joke about like Christian rock, and they go, "You're just ruining rock and Christianity." Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> Do you remember a band called DC Talk? No, I remember the South Park episode about Christian bands. That's though, that was pretty. Uh, it was pretty. Bang. That was pretty on on point. But uh, what the, you do is you just take other love songs and you just replace the the word love with Jesus. Yeah, pretty much. There was a band called DC Talk, and like they were like a rock rap group. They were pretty awful. Uh, but they had this book I read. I don't even know why I had this book. It was called Jesus Freaks, um, and it was just a collection of stories of that people. Sounds familiar. Yeah, it was a collection of stories of people who were horribly martyred. Um, for being Christian in other countries, and the moral of every story... I remember that! I used to yeah. make fun of people in high school that read that. The moral of every story, in my opinion, was like, alright, so you want to be a religion, maybe don't be out and proud if you know you're going to get murdered horribly for that. I'm not saying you should have to pressure religion, but I am saying, I don't know, man, be smart about it. Like, if you know... <laughs> If you know, if anyone listening is like, what you made fun of people for practicing their religion publicly? I'm like, yeah, when I was a teenager, I was a dick back then. I mean, I say I still do that because I'm a dick now. Um, <laughs> but no, I don't have a problem with people practicing their religion. It's like, just don't practice your religion in such a way that it's just like in your face. I'm an extreme Christian. Like, just Christian go, to the extreme. Do your thing. Do your prayers. Fucking whatever. Like, just like, come on, Jesus, shuck it, bro. Like, uh, but like these people would be in a very like violent country and they would, you know, they knew that being a Christian was a death sentence. So like they would convert and they'd be like, uh, they would go to like the, where, Excuse where the town. Excuse me, town yeah. square, town square, yeah, yeah. I need everyone's attention. I'm a Christian. Ooh. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian and I doth believe that you all should be Christians as well. And uh, then they would be murdered. And I'm like, maybe don't do that. Like. <laughs> The example of me being viciously murdered might go on to inspire other people. Nope, I think it's going to scare the shit out of people, and no one's going to want to do that because they also don't want to get violently murdered. You shouldn't be violently murdered, but also fucking, if you know going to a neighborhood and wearing a party hat is going to get you stabbed in the face, maybe don't be like, excuse me, everyone, I'd like you to know I'm wearing a party hat in this neighborhood. Party, 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 I'm gonna have a party. I need to have a party, just party, party. And I would like you uh, all to wear party hats, too. Party, party, or else you will be sorry. Party, party, party. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I'm just, I'm remembering a, uh, an Aqua Teen Hunger Force episode, actually. I don't know, and it was also like, because I was still kind of in the church back then, and I remembered if someone, I always thought if someone put a gun to your head and go, are you a Christian? I'd be like, no, dude. Oh. I'd be like, hey, what are you? That's what I am. But what are you? That's what I am. Oh, your beliefs are my beliefs. Oh, you believe you believe that we should uh, be fully dressed in the morning. Okay. I mean, that's crazy, but all right. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, don't, yeah, I was like, how do we get on Christian rock? 
Uh, yeah, I so I guess I, that's our that's our podcast. We, uh, we got we got on Christian rock because we ran out of things to talk about. Now I can talk about Christian rock for hours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, that's uh, that's our episode uh, for today. All right. I finally know what our sign off should be. Pete, what? hit him with the socials. The socials. Yeah, yeah, social media. Oh, I was like, see, now you're even too hip for me. <laughs> I'm just copying, I think, I want to say Cox and Crendor? I don't even know what our socials are. It's something in Twitter and something in Gmail. <laughs> While we're we were at doing those muckrakers thing. at Gmail and those muckrakers, or at those muckrakers on Twitter. Um, All one word. I, I can't even log, I was trying to log in your email during this podcast and I don't know our password anymore. I have it like written down somewhere. I hope you that's uh, that's my um my alt Pokemon Go account uses that Gmail account. So I hope <laughs> we have it. <laughs> you old fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess until the next time. Uh, I don't know. Send us some dear Abbeys. Uh, when the revolution comes. Uh, we'll be here to give you all the news until they come get us too. I guess. And when the revolution comes, we will not be spared. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we will. We're, we're 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 real far down on the list, but they'll get to us. I'm abs- <laughs> I'm absolutely certain that they'll get to us. Yep. They'll get to us. So remember, keep your um, keep your powder dry. <laughs> oh, I can't even do it anymore. Oh, <laughs> Uh, I'm a pleasant pheasant plucker. <laughs>